This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to Disabled Persons Assembly's notable radio show. DPA is the voice of all disabled people, whether the disability be physical, sensory, learning, psychosocial or age-related. Over the next half hour, we'll discover how we can work collaboratively to achieve inclusion for all New Zealanders. DPA's notable radio show, a whole new attitude. Kia ora everyone, and welcome to Disabled Persons Assembly, notable radio for this Friday, the 4th of February 2022, as we head into Waitangi Weekend, celebrating Te Triti and our partnership as two peoples, as Māori as Tangata Whenua and Mana Whenua, the people of our land, all the people of our land. Welcome one, welcome all to today's programme. As I promised last time, we do have two guests from the Southern District Health Board to talk about the next phase of the COVID-19 vaccination programme and how it will be accessible to disabled people. And also I'll be raising a few questions there with the following, Carl Metzler, COVID program lead and Heba McDonough, the COVID-19 vaccination program manager. Welcome to the program. Kia ora. Kia ora, Chris. Kia ora, kia ora. Now, first off, what are your respective roles within the Southern DHB COVID-19 vaccination program? Who would like to go first? Uh, Chris, yeah. So I'll go first, Carl, um, and uh, my my lead, uh, my role as lead of the program. Um, so uh, working closely with um, Emma, but um, yeah. So mine is lead for the southern rollout. Right. Okay. Then, one of the key critical questions that we've had from the disability community is: what accessibility is in place for disabled people? to the booster and five to 11-year-old children's vaccination programs. I ask this because, for example, there have been some concerns about the availability of vaccinators for home-based visits, which are useful for disabled and older people who need them. So what are the issues in that space and how are they going to be addressed? Yeah, cheers, Chris. I'll take that one. Um... So our 100-plus vaccination clinics offer a range of accessibility options and supports. Uh, when someone selects a clinic on the Bookmark Vaccine website, tags appear that let you know what each clinic uh, can offer. And, for example, they may offer a quiet or low-sensory environment, accessible parking, help to move around, or a longer appointment time. We have drive-through clinics operating consistently in Dunedin and Invercargill, and we're running a series of pop-up drive-through clinics over the coming weeks in locations like um, Omaru and Belclutha. And we have some extra supports available for 5 to 11-year-old vaccinations, which Emma might want to touch on as well. Um, so we have established specialist clinics with our, at our paediatric wards in both uh, Invercargill and Dunedin. Uh, so these clinics will be supported by place specialists, psychologists and other medical professionals who will work alongside our COVID vaccination uh, vaccinators. These clinics for the 5 to 11-year-olds are for those with extreme needle, needle phobia, 
um, neurodevelopmental needs such as intellectual disability or autism spectrum disorder um, and other complex health needs. And we encourage patients and caregivers to discuss these clinics with their GP who can arrange a referral. Um, we are also working on confirming the details of some sensory calm clinics in our Queenstown and Wanaka areas. And we're planning these in collaboration with Pivotal Point, a charitable trust um, who support neurodiverse children and their families. And there will also be home visit options uh, for boosters and 5 to 11. So we'll continue that stream of work uh, that was extremely successful last year into 2022. Now, in terms of the question I did ask, though, um, around the availability of vaccinators for home-based visits, mm -hmm. as the member that we who had an issue with her child accessing that because of the child's extreme distress around having a needle phobia, for example, mm. uh, are those she she did say that she, that uh, she did have issues with getting a home vaccination. She said there was a wait um, for that, a mm. significant wait of about two weeks, she said. Mm. Now, I, I just haven't had a – I know you've come up with some useful information there, but you haven't answered the specific question that I did ask. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, home visit service uh, slowed down significantly over the Christmas and New Year period. Uh, due to staff going on leave, but they're definitely back up yeah. and running and don't don't have a wait list, um, a huge wait list at the moment. So they should be able to get in some nice timely service now. Yeah. Okay. But yes, we but did have really to scale down, back over. Yeah, there. it was down that holiday period. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the that's good to hear. Hopefully that will be the case for people who do need that service. So coming to the next question, what can disabled people who are going for a vaccination at a vaccination site or a home-based vaccination, wherever it takes place, expect in the next phase of this process? Yeah, so the booster experience will be much the same to an individual as their first and second doses that they had. Um, so you will be able to book online uh, by the www.bookmyvaccine.covid19.health.nz website um, or by phoning the 0800 282926 um, from 8am to 8pm seven days a week or by attending one of the walkthrough options uh, or our drive-through clinics. Um, so thanks to fantastic feedback and complaints that have come through about accessibility, the team working at the 0800 number now have established a specific disability uh, team. Uh, so that's occurred since last time we spoke to you. So we're really proud of that effort. Um, it's a wonderful service and it's made up of people who have an experience, uh, who have experience of disability um, themselves or who have worked with the disabled community. Uh, so that will support you, your whanau and someone that you care for uh, to answer any questions that you have around uh, any specific um, accessibility arrangements or getting mobility assistance at different vaccination centres that help you get your vaccine uh, vaccination safely. Um, they can organise a home visit um, and talk about any effects a vaccine may have on you or any of your medications. Mm, mm. That's quite interesting there, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. We also have, uh, they've also established a free text line for those who have anxiety about, about phoning up. And the free text um, is by texting 8988 
Um, and you can also uh, send an email as well and someone will uh, contact you and the email address is um, accessiblecovidvaccinations at whakarongono.nz. Well, that's good. And we'll probably ask for those details at the end of our interview as well so that people can take those sure. down again sure. if they wish to. Now, this the next question is really, how will disabled people and others within the population be communicated with by the DHB and while self during this time? Will it be texted, rung or written to to remind them if they're coming up to the date for their second vaccination or third booster? So thanks, Chris. For booster doses, emails and text messages are being sent on the day a person becomes eligible for their booster dose. Uh, 14 days later, if they've not received a booster dose, a reminder message will also be sent. And general practices may also send reminders to their enrolled patients. So there's quite a few channels there that, that should hopefully uh, reach the target. Uh-huh. And is the, uh, is the DHB aiming to collect disability-related statistics that capture not only those who are funded via Ministry of Health, ACC and DHB for Disability Support Services, but also those who may self-identify as disabled people who, who don't receive funded supports. So this is quite a critical issue given that over just over 1 million New Zealanders identify as living with disability as opposed to the smaller number within that cohort, for example, around 40,000 people who are eligible to receive DSS or disability support services from the Ministry, free Ministry of Health funding. Yeah, so this, this work does fall outside the scope of our vaccination program team, uh, but we have spoken to our colleagues here at the DHB and we understand uh, that the Southern District Health Board's Disability Working Group has this on their agenda for further discussion uh, on the 11th of February. That, mm, that's good to hear that it will be. And I will be at that meeting, incidentally, representing DPA. And the next question is, what feedback have you had so far from disabled people about the process? And what issues have been identified and worked on? Yeah, Chris, our team has, um, honestly, we've really valued the feedback we've received from some of the DHB consumer groups, such as Community Health Council and the Disability um, Working Group. There are a lot of frustrations early on, to be honest, around booking system, and we've seen the, um, the feedback make a real difference to the accessibility and support information uh, now displayed when booking and the ability to communicate what support you need. The ability to now uh, talk to um, a disabled person or someone with experience working with disabled people at the 0800 booking number is a really important improvement, I think. We've also worked with John Marable, who is an accredited barrier-free auditor and who audited our MassVax clinics and helped us improve these clinics and make them more user-friendly. We've heard directly from parents and carers about their positive experiences in our clinics. And we've also heard where we have needed to make adjustments. Um, and obviously, we value all feedback that we receive. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And how can people, as we've discussed before, go about booking their vaccine through the Ministry of Health and other means? Could you please repeat those details so yeah. that people have that information to hand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you are able to book online at www.bookmyvaccine.covid19.health.nz or by phoning the 0800 number, which is 0800 So this runs from, this is open at 8 a.m. in the morning right through to 8 p.m. at night, and this is seven days a week. If you would like to talk to the disability team in particular, you can push two after dialing the 0800 number. Finally, if people have any positive feedback, complaints Mm. or queries about the process, who can they tune to to do that? Is it the Ministry of Health or is it DHB? Where can people go to to send any feedback, complaints, or make any queries? Yeah, we always love to hear positive feedback. Uh, but, yeah, the complaints and queries are also really important to us because this is how we can improve our service and make it more accessible and friendly for everyone. Mm. Um, you can email your feedback to feedback at southerndhb.gov.nz um, or call us directly on 03. 03- Four seven zero nine five three three. That's excellent. Well, on that front, I'd just like to say thank you very much, Carl and Hima, from the COVID nineteen vaccination program at the DHB for appearing on the show today. Obviously, is the are there any, is there one last message you'd like to get across to everybody? Oh, As look, we- uh, yeah, thanks, Chris, and and look. Um, Thank you for having us on your show. We, we really appreciate the opportunity, um, particularly to um, be able to have access to, to um, the disability um, sector. So thank you so much. Um, my big message now would be if you are either 5 to 11 or you're due and, and, and due for your booster, please come along and get those done. Uh, the sooner we're all uh, safe, the, the better it is for the health system overall, I think. So um, can't stress that point enough. But I do genuinely also want to just say thank you um, to all the people out there um, who have given us really um, valuable, worthwhile feedback in terms of I know we struggled at the start um, being responsive to our disability sector and we, we didn't always get it right. But hearing from the sector who actually gave very kind and very thoughtful, considered feedback is very much appreciated. So thank you so much. That's fine. That's great. Well, and, and just coming from me, I just really want to encourage people, as does DPA, that if you are a disabled person or even a non-disabled person listening to this show, that you should, if you have a child between the ages of 5 and 11, go and get them vaccinated. And also that if you are due a third booster shot, that you get that and get it now and if you haven't had your first or second shots that you get them into Omicron is a very serious variant of COVID-19 and we want everybody as much as possible to be safe in these times anyway again thank you very much Carl and Hema that is Carl Metzler and Hema McDonald from the COVID-19 vaccination program at the Southern District Health Board. That's all that we have time for today. As ever, this program, if you want to listen to it again, is available 
on the internet, Access Radio app, and also on the Otago Access Radio website, where you can tune in again to listen to this program and others. As well as that, you can listen to the details that have just been given by Carl and Hema if you didn't manage to capture them the first time round. Anyway, I'll be back on air on Friday, the February the 21st, with our next edition of DPA, Notable Radio. Disabled Persons Assembly is Aotearoa New Zealand's first pan-disability organisation, acting as the voice of all disabled people, whether the disability be physical, sensory, learning, psychosocial or age-related. Dunedin meetings are held on the second Wednesday of each month, and we can provide free transport assistance and a New Zealand Sign Language interpreter when required. If you'd like to know more, call Chris Ford on 476-7579 or 027-696-0872. And you'll find our national website at www.dpa.org.nz. Disabled Persons Assembly, a whole new attitude. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.